Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello. Thank you very much for pressing play. My name's John Gooden. Been a little bit quiet over here on the journey of discovery, but things are about to change. A new year. And while I was coming up with some new, fascinating interesting ways to entertain you good people. I was going over in my mind, you know, you know, those people that have friends that you just think they should be on the telly or on the radio. No, I don't have any of those either. But what I did do is create a podcast and I forced a couple of my friends on anyway. So this is my verbal kickabout with my homies. Do we still say that in 2020? We talk a little bit about parenthood the lazy naming of our children, polyamory came up, who were, little nutrition, 1998 World Cup football, like actually the football, dating in the 21st century, and much, much more, much more. So it is my great pleasure to bring you the Friends podcast with my good buddies, the handsome Willie B and the outrageous Davey G. Take a listen, let me know what you think. We're in. <laughs> Jesus, here we go. What a way to start the podcast. <laughs> definitely, Shaq. You've definitely paid there. Oh, okay. Podcast, should we call it? Podcast. So welcome to the Friends podcast. I am John Gooden. This is the Journey of Discovery channel. And with me, I have two of my good friends. I have Willie B. Say hello, Will. Hi. I have Davey G. Say hello, Dave. Hi. I thought that... I would introduce you people to some of my good friends to let you know who has helped me through my formative years. That really fucking Oh my God, the smell of really is horrendous. So I have foxes living under here and you've just eclipsed anything that they did. You brought your own food and now I know why, so you could create that stench. Oh, Jesus. So while I'm almost sick in my mouth. Does Subway <clears> have a helpline, do you think? <laughs> we need a helpline. I've picked arguably the two most wrong people for the podcast. Absolute wrong uns. But I think that's what makes them great. They're apart from this smell. Horrendous. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not going. It's that awful. Going. <laughs> right. So a little Let's background. Let's not ruin the podcast, boys. All right? It's a <clears> fart. <throat> it happens with men. All right. Okay. Cheers. Well, let's start with you then. Yeah. So, self-proclaimed best-looking bloke in Watford, 2001 to 2002? 2020. <clears throat> 2020? Yeah, I'm still amazing. Okay, cool. And uh, you were best man yes. at my wedding? Number I was two. Best man number two. Best man. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to underline that point, but... Thanks. You're honest. <clears throat> That's great. one? Steve Tebbett. He okay. couldn't make it tonight. Um, Wonder why that was. Which is why you're here. <laughs> anyway... You were uh, probably the British champion and keeper of the most obscure facts. 
I do have several of those, yeah. I'm going to test you now. Okay. What football did they use in the 1998 World Cup finals? That was the Adidas Tricolor. Fuck off. You are so ridiculous. And to just give you an idea of what he looks like, Will does look like the current Wolves manager. (laughs) Nuno, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, another another little test for you, Will. I'm going to go down a couple of... uh, He's a big football fan, is Will he be? I'm I'm actually surrounded by two Liverpool fans here, which is going to be bad. By the way, someone's phones are causing interference. We're going to have to put those on. It's probably Will's grinder blowing up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, in 1990, Will, who faced one another in the finals? 1990 World Cup. Oh, that would be Argentina versus West Germany. Oh, what was the score? 1-0. Andreas Bremer, 83rd minute. <laughs> penalty. Oh, you're so fucking yeah. weird. Hold on a minute. Let me go into this. What time is the penalty? I'm 82nd or 83rd I'm going for. So the final was, it is the 85th minute and oh, it was Bremer. Nice. Fuck off. You're such a... How do you know this shit? I'm going to go again. Okay. Uh, Go a little earlier. Can I get... How far back can I go? 70s, 80s, 90s? What do you want? Well, you were born in what? 47? So... (laughs) 1947, I think. 1970? Can you do 1970? Is that a bit of a struggle? Yeah, go on. 1970 World Cup final. Who was... 1970 was... uh, uh, Brazil beat Italy 4-1. Fuck off! That is, and where was it? Where was it? That was in the Azteca State. No, uh, Mexico. It was the Azteca Uh, Azteca Stadium. Any idea who scored? This is brilliant. Uh, For Brazil. uh, Carlos Alberto scored the last. In the 86th minute? Jarzinho, because he's one of the only players who scored every every single game in the World Cup. I don't think Pele scored. Oh, you're wrong there, because he did in the 18th. Let me finish. Until the 18th minute. Um, and I'm going to go with, oh, I don't know, Cesar. I don't know. No, I don't Tostel. know. Gerson. Gerson. In a, in a okay, yeah. who, who scored for Italy? Consolation. Uh, Mussolini. Boninsegna. Who? Boninsegna. Are you Italian with pronunciation? <laughs> it's funny you should say that. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah. that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so we've qualified you as having a ridiculous uh, brain for those old facts. Ask me anything. Like, well, why, that, why have you just stuck to football? I know, yeah. Well, I mean, everyone loves a bit of sport. I can't wait to come to me to ask me who did the best fart <laughs> in this room at this particular year. Definitely you. <laughs> Definitely you. <laughs> this year, any year. I've never done anything yeah, like no, that. that was... Right, Davy G. Magaluf DJ Fernando De La Rosa. I didn't want to bring this up. To be honest with you. A master of the, the decks, just two, never three. Um, what do you do for a living? So, uh, sorry, before you answer that. So I've got to give it to you. I think it is pretty well known that Dave is one of the funniest, naturally funny people that we have in our circle of friends, yes. extended circles, etc. Very funny. But what do you do? But So give us your job title, what you do for a living. I am a credit insurance. What a fucking boring job that is. Mm. How can you be so funny and have the worst job? I have to save it all up. So I want, I want to use jokes in my day-to-day. But Literally did have the funniest LinkedIn post the other day, though, didn't you? How can you make his job... <laughs> it's, I don't even know what it is. Credit, risk, insurance. What was the funny post? It was basically something about inappropriate behaviour in the office. And it's just... It's oh, yeah. So I, I got a couple of matching um, branded um, Abacus credit insurance brokers hoodies. 
for myself and my um, three-year-old son. And I thought I'd have a you know a bit of a funny post just because it, it, you know what it's like, John. It increases engagement on social media. I know all about that. Yeah, I'm giving you tips. It increases engagement oh, yeah, yeah. on social enough, media, John, you. when you do funny stuff. So <laughs> I don't do funny stuff. I put um, I put him in a hoodie and took a picture and said something along the lines of, "I don't normally call out my staff on LinkedIn, but." Um, this guy went a little bit nuts at the Christmas party, uh, lost his laptop in Shoreditch, you know, <laughs> run up a big bill at a strip club, and uh, he just had 400 inflatable penises delivered to the office. <laughs> Safe to say, his probation period might not be getting um, extended. And how old is your son? Three and a half. Yeah, good now. one. I don't even know how he uses Amazon Prime, but he does. <laughs> well, he's very smart, your son. Yes. Um, on that note of your son, what's your, what, say your name again, what do we call you? Fernando De La Rosa. What, what do we actually call you, though? What's your actual name? David. Well, Dave, we call you Davey, G. And what's, yeah. your, what's your son's name? He has a similar name. Right, what's your son's name? It's Davey. Right. Where is your imagination? Where, Why where is you your imagination? <laughs> he, um, he's actually named by my wife. I didn't like it at first, believe it or not. I thought it was a little bit... Narcissistic? Slightly narcissistic, <laughs> almost a bit arrogant, um... But I also grew to like it fairly quickly. Well, there's lots of ground in there for you, for sure. It's got a lot of legs, David G and David G. Absolutely. The post is a nightmare, though. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, and then you named your daughter after a 1990s popular hot hatch. I did. Yeah. Yeah, she's called Astra. So... (laughs) Yeah, no, we called her Cleo, but people always get her name either spelt wrong, they spell it like the Renault, or they call her Chloe. My dad still calls <laughs> my dad still calls her Chloe. So um yeah, he didn't buy her any uh, luckily any branded clothing this year. Um Well I've had a few last because you've I, I can have a go at the names of your children because you've done so uh, to me. I think the first time we we told everyone about our daughter Elodie, you said I can't wait to meet Zebedee. <laughs> Again, I, ju- I just offer alternatives to improve your life, John. Uh, and what was the next one? I can't even remember. You've, you've never called her Elodie. It's always been something else. Now I think it's like Melody. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring up Melanie's name on this podcast, <laughs> to be honest, if I was you. <laughs> well, let's talk about parenthood then. Um, there wasn't going to be any structure to this. It was just going to be a little chat. And then Dave's brought fucking notes, a laptop... Um, looks slightly nervous at the it, end of the day. It's just like there, parenting it? 101 right here, John, to be honest. Well, you have got more experience than the rest of us, but I think it's quite nice uh, to peel back the curtain sometimes on respective lives and, and important stuff, which is which has affected all of us. And for me, becoming a dad recently has been the biggest change in one's life uh, and one that I'm enjoying very much. More than puberty. Yeah, I'd say. Enjoying it more than puberty. Oh. Like that first armpit hair you've got and you're like, mate, I'm going to get laid soon. <laughs> no, that, I had to wait a little happen. while. <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen. How do you know? Well, is there, there's a, can I use the word ginger kid? Oh, we've already gone over some ground rules. I'm not sure if we should start breaking them already. We're not even, we're like... Auburn, Auburn, firehead. Firehead, Firehead, yeah. young lady. Okay. Uh, resembled, for those that can remember this TV show, Spuggy from uh, Bake Up Roof. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was that's who John lost his virginity to. Absolutely was not. <clears throat> really? Anyway. Yes. Yeah, so, parenthood, Will. How have you found it? Do you change the nappies? I have. I've changed several. Is that it? Several? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's uh, just... Are you... Because I'm thinking that I'm... I'd like to think I'm the modern dad. Are you more of a traditionalist? Yeah, women in the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> no. You have no, open plan just, living uh, No, I'm just not very good at tidying up poo, I've, I've realised. That's a lie. Because what was one of your first jobs? Tidying up men's poo. <laughs> And you did so very brilliantly. No, from my no. I, uh, what the hell was did, your did job? Uh, <laughs> Men's I, poo tidier. Yeah, yeah. It was a official job title. Was, uh, Much better than your current job title. <laughs> I used to work in a, a care home for mentally ill when I was young. Now which I, feel, is now I, feel, I actually feel bad because you were yeah. doing something pretty good. But no, I really wasn't. No, true. Um, yeah, so yeah, I was, uh, you'd think I'd be good at it, but I'm not. So Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I've probably changed. He's 16 months now, and I think I've changed nine. Does Caroline not do it either? Do you keep one <laughs> no. on for... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he just literally just walks around. It's good for the environment. Day. But it is. Yeah, well, this is it, yeah. What do you do with like the maintenance side? For him? Yeah. Not uh, your own. I pay the bills, don't I? No, oh, that's it. Yeah, here we go. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Chops down wood outside <laughs> yeah. in a thong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. That's a nice sight. Um, I don't know if any of you have seen the Borat film, but I resemble the, the, the more portly fella. Um, I do look a little bit like him, less hair, and Nuno, the Dispirito, Santo, Wolves manager. Um, yeah, but uh, no, I'm just uh, Caroline. That's my wife, my lovely wife. Lovely Caroline. Yeah. Lucky lovely. With that name right there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which, which, yeah. <laughs> um, Move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but she does more of that than I do. Yeah. I'm just not very good at it. He rolls around, poo gets everywhere. I use too many wet wipes. Always with the wipes. Yeah. Always with the wipes. I hope you use like the biodegradable ones. No. We wash no. ours afterwards. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Kitchen towel. We actually have this, like these, um, the washable nappies. No matter what you're going to say, of course yeah. you do. <laughs> What, we do though. What do you have? Is it made out of hemp or something? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> we have a renewable nappy. They're, they're very well decorated. They look great. And then they, they have like a refill. But it's basically like a flannel that sits in there. Uh, to be fair, I've well, not... Like a flap? No, well... Do you mean it has a refill? So the poo goes in there and it just sits in there and a little like hatch comes down to cover <laughs> it up so they can go again. <laughs> A drawbridge. Love that. It's like <laughs> nice. trapdoor when you were little. No, so it's got like a panty liner. Did you make okay. this or can you buy them? You can buy them. In actual fact, I think you can get them for free from your local authority. How about okay. that? Okay. So you can look into that, gentlemen, everyone. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure if anyone else in this room will be going for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, with, hopefully you're not the only ones listening. There will be another two or three. I don't, maybe ima- they- I don't imagine that will happen either. <laughs> so I don't think your uh, organic reach is going to be great with the uh, biodegradable nappies. Fair What's- play for trying, though. Okay, thanks. Uh, your biggest challenges of becoming a parent, David? Um, time management is hard. Time management is really hard. I've yesterday went back into the gym for the first time in about eight months. So my daughter is now 15, 16 months, and my son is three and a half. So when it was just one kid, it was, it was a lot easier. You know, he'd pretty much be in a routine. He'd get up roughly the same time every morning. Um, even when I was working in the city most days, I, I'd make the time to get up and go training at half five in the morning and then go straight to work so, after right. that. It's showing off already, wow. isn't it? Yeah, well, if you've seen my body back then, you would have said, this guy definitely doesn't train. So, <laughs> it, whereas now with two, it is a little bit different because even though Davey's a little bit older, 
having Cleo there is just brings another facet to the whole thing because you can't just say, oh, you'll be all right with him because if something goes wrong with one of them, there is another one that's going to throw shit at the walls. Do you know what I mean? Well, literally. Yeah, pretty much. Do they? They pull it out of that little flap in the biodegradable <laughs> nappy and they launch it at the light switches. No, it's... It, that's it, very dangerous. It, it, it's, it's hard to do that. The other thing that we find difficult, we don't have a a naturally huge support network of people that can look after the kids. So do you, do you have a synthetic support network? Uh, yeah, it's made out of an organic hemp powder. Um, no, we, we don't, we don't have a, a huge support network of people around that, that can, for example, take the kids. So I think my, my wife and I have been out since David's been born. Bear in mind, this is 3rd of March, 2016. We've been out together, I think about three times. He's a Pisces. He is a Pisces. Legend. He is a Pisces. Um, so it's tough. It's tough making time for each other because it is difficult. I think the first time we left them, I know you see this stuff on TV where everyone's phoning every two minutes to check the babysitter. They're all right and stuff. But it is hard, you know, when you leave them. If we haven't got... So my mum's not around and neither's cats. So they would be the natural people just to, you know, because they'd want to more yeah. than anything. You know, they want to spend time with them. Because we haven't got that, it's been a bit difficult. We're sort of, you know, trying to get my sister to help out, but she's got three young kids of her own which makes it difficult. Cat's um, brother is not probably the sort of person you'd want to leave two kids with. Calling out the whole family here. No, no, no. Just, just, just because, you know, he's a lad. You know, the last thing he wants is to sit there and do it um, and look after both kids. So it's been a bit... Will's... Hiya. Will's got his own name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'd, I'd say that. That's probably the hardest thing. The actual second kid, believe it or not, and I know neither of you two are... At that stage yet, whether you'll, I mean, you'll both be probably 55 by the time that happens again, but <laughs> I, the second kid doesn't, outrageous. Do, doesn't add too much to it, to be honest with you, because she just dresses in all of his old clothes, which is fine, <laughs> inside the house. Um, it doesn't add too well, much. Does she, not, does she not wear anything outside the house? No, 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 <laughs> no not. This is why you've heard about her. Um, she, no, she's, she's a lot easier, I think because we've been through it with one already. You know, first time when we had Davy, we were like, hold on a minute, that spoon's just fallen on the floor, mate. We need to, you know, throw that in a microwave, put it in a dishwasher, and then burn it, and then send it to the moon, and never let anyone... Now, she, you know, she, she'll eat off of a fox's back quite happily, mate. She doesn't care, and we're like, she's, she's just going to have to deal with it. So you do become a little bit more... Or I should say a little bit less prone to worrying about everything. Yeah. You know, every little thing. I'm worried about everything. You I'm seriously still. worried about everything. I'm worried about next year, five years, 10 years, 20 years. I'm worried about every damn thing when it comes to that kid. What's worrying you most? Oh. Uh, well, yeah, but I don't, I don't want to make this, you know, like downbeat now, but health. Obviously, uh, it was a tough year for the Goodens and Elodie in particular, she had open heart surgery in the summer. So that puts, uh, mm. that puts a few nerves your way. Yeah. And, yeah. and then every time she gets ill, you're starting to think, oh, is that, a, you know, symptomatic? Is she fixed? Is this <clears> going to come back again? And all that kind of stuff. So I worry about that quite a bit, but then even, even just like the obstacles in the house, like we've gone, to, gone from trinket central to like minimalist living. And yeah. even then I see every corner Anything with a ninety degree edge is like a mm. is a caution. Who's still got their phone on? Can can anyone hear that? No, I'm no, because you're the only one with headphones on. <laughs> That's a really yeah. good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, so okay. health worries you. Yeah. Okay. Well, you won't, you won't ever lose that though. No, mm. I think it only gets worse, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
She's yeah. going to be going out by herself soon and all that kind of stuff. Well, I, How old is she? <laughs> very mature, very advanced <laughs> for her age, I have to say. <laughs> Boastfully. Just sending her out. <laughs> Give me a paper. <laughs> She'll be fine. She, she, could do, she could deliver on that. She already says post office every morning. Barla, the guy down the post office, she already wants to go and see him, so I'm sure he'd... Ray Parler works in your post office. <laughs> the Romford Ronaldo. Tony Ray Parler. <laughs> what a legend. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to get some Arsenal people on to talk about that side of things. Absolutely right. not. Definitely don't want to be talking about it with you guys, you doofuses. Just because yes. you're having a bit of glory for once. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Best best year ever. Yeah. Um, what else can we talk about? What, what's, the, what's been the biggest lesson that we can, that you can, uh, or big, biggest piece of advice that you can give someone? About to embark on parenthood. Don't have kids, probably. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Did you read any books? There's a guy called something Coyle. That's something like Owen that. Coyle, ex-Bolton manager. Good left foot. <laughs> Sweet left peg. Was it Nadine Coyle? From um, Girls Aloud. Girls Aloud. Girls Aloud. <laughs> it was definitely a bloke who wrote it. Um, I can't remember. Danny Boyle? Not director. Danny Boyle either, no. no. But was it Joe Royal, the old Everton <laughs> manager? <laughs> But whoever it was wrote a really good book. Was it book. a block of soil from your garden? <laughs> and I will put it in the show notes. Uh, and it was it was good. Uh, Vicky gifted me the toddler, like the toddler for dummies or something like that book, which I'm excited about reading. But the first one about babies was very funny. Very funny. Did it help though? It helped me with my anxiety going into it. And it also just showed that everyone goes through that stuff. We've been really lucky because Elodie sleeps and a lot of other people's babies mm. don't. So that's what I would say going back to so off air earlier, we were having a little chat about holidays, weren't we? Yes. And I think that one of the major, probably actually the biggest learning point for us is because we see other families with kids at similar ages. And I'd say probably the biggest thing for us is that you can't, as much as they do run your life, you can't let them do everything. So John, you were asking me about, you know, why do we do long haul with the kids? It's and, giant enough again, weren't it? Yeah. I know. And how we, how we, we do long haul, but we fly on bloody, monarch or something um but yeah it, for us it's you know it, is that just so that you can it's like a leveler you're a man of the people yeah of course of course, of course i am you going know, to say they instantly recognize they recognize me from my magaluf days didn't they and they say <laughs> listen Delarosso, you can you turn right when you come on not left so can we um, ask why why did you have a pseudonym like that why that why that dj monica it was that wasn't actually my monica when i was there Oh, what, what was? I was Davy G. That was my DJ name. Oh, Fernando yeah. De La Rosso doesn't rhyme with as much stuff as Davy G. So if you imagine an MC trying to rhyme with De La Rosso, he could probably say, everyone can hear him from here to Moscow, but that's about it. <laughs> and now you know why I wasn't an MC. Why would you want... So you, what are you trying to scupper the, you're trying to scupper the MC by changing your DJ name? No, 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 because bear in mind back then, I just strictly played UK Garage. UKG. That, that was it. So, you know, when my man's like Creed and DT, when they were rolling up in the club and dropping bare lyrics, they want to have something to rhyme with. Della Rosso doesn't rhyme with a lot. So That's what I'm saying. At the time, I was Davy G. And then when I moved more into DJing house, it, I didn't want to have that garage sort of name behind me because I had so many fans. I was going to say, because it was a big profile. So why Fernando Della Rosso? So <laughs> Fernando Della Rosso sort of means Fernando of the Reds. So this was I at like a time it. when I was I like a Liverpool that. fan. Where what, you're not a Liverpool played, fan anymore? Where, where Torres played for us. I don't want to keep bringing it up, but yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was why. But why Fernando? Because that's oh, Torres. Torres. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, what, that's why. Um, nice. 
I knew there had to be a reason for it. It's actually quite a, an intelligent, well thought out name now. Yeah. I thought it'd be something more funny to it. What, would, that. what would your DJ name be? Johnny G's, right? That's not bad. Johnny DJ G. Johnny G's. Yeah. Very clever. Sounds a little bit like David. How, 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 how'd you come up with that one? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's bestowed to me, really. Mm. Is it because more stuff rhymes with Johnny G than something else? Easy E. Johnny G. I could like perform with him, couldn't I? I'd love to see that. <laughs> I can see your decks over in the corner, actually. Yeah. And sitting next to it, some tissues and a tangerine. <laughs> so now I know what your weird fetish is. Small orange fruit and music. Standard. What? I've got a corona on the side there as well. Nice. What would yours be, Will? Uh, Bimmel. Bimmel? Yeah. What's the thinking behind that? Um, I just like the name. Nice. What was it he was talking about earlier? What were those different names? that? It, what was that with reference to? Bimmel? No, no, no. <laughs> no, there was something that you two were talking about and you came up with a couple of different names or words or something that was... Oh, God. Not Gilly B and David G. Oh, yeah, Gilly B and David G. That was we that. used to also cheat that on the way yeah. back from Liverpool. Sometime. No, 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 when we were upstairs, just before we were eating, you said, oh, I can't remember what it was now. Very good. Oh, God, I can't remember. No, I do. Oh, well. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Another good section to cut out. So, <laughs> cut. <laughs> so, Bimmel. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Um, just to remember my I think Asia's probably produced some of the finest DJs and <laughs> and uh, and it's just a bit of my heritage um, as Irish yeah I'm half Irish half Malaysian of Indian descent so right yeah very good so yeah that that's I mean you, you, you can literally list some of the DJs you, you can <laughs> Bimmel Bimmel, yeah. he's nice. like he come out with some bangers. What songs did Bimmel make? Um, so for the people who don't know, Will actually is a great singer. So he was in a you were in a tribute band, weren't you? Yeah, when you were younger. Mm-hmm. And what were they called? Joda Sing. Joda Sing. This is what I was talking. about Yes, thank you. Yeah. The segue we were looking for. Yeah, Joda Sing. Mm-hmm. I remember those days fondly. Yeah, were, give us a little. Uh, what was your best hit? Uh, that would have been. Um, uh, <laughs> you have to cut back to this once he's yeah, googled I can't remember just, any of this is it Freak You is that, what is that? I, I went to Freak You um, <laughs> nice. yeah yeah it's, it, it just did sound a little bit rapey so we couldn't put that on the album unfortunately okay, when I say we it was just me can't um, say the word yeah. rapey on, on a podcast rapey yes you can, can you? I just said it okay rapey <laughs> And who were you on tour with, Will, with Joe? Uh, oh, oh, we were actually supporting Halal Cool J. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, he's, he was... A lot of time for that. He was brilliant. <laughs> he was really good. I'd like to see what his rider was. Halal Cool J. Hey. Eh? Oh, uh-huh. No? You are right. You don't do anything funny, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I really don't. I look. I can look funny every now. <laughs> You don't really do. <laughs> no. You do realise that other people who are listening can't see that. No, I know, but if you laugh, then they're like, oh, it's these, <laughs> For these those that can't see I don't this, imagine that happening. Everyone. Funny aesthetic. That's, that's about it. <laughs> You've got a really long tongue. Thank you. That's okay. Thank you. How have you not noticed that before now? We've known each other all of our lives. Oh, that sounds a bit weird now. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, just, just your ears used to um, distract oh. me from. What would cover oh. up his tongue? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For everyone listening, they're not that big. 
Whoa. No, actually, no, no. You, you, I, you've always had this stigma about having large ears, but actually, I don't think they are that large, and they never have been. Your feet, they're large. What size are you? Uh, they're a good UK twelve, uh, thirteen in the US, ladies. Nice, big, big feet. That is a big foot, isn't it? Problem yeah. man's foot. Can't trip me up very easy. I'll always find a toe. You trip other people up, though, can't you? Definitely can. Yeah. With these canoes. Tell us what happened in a charity football match rather recently. Yeah, I think everyone knows The charity. That. Yeah. <laughs> what, you know, uh, child loss and things of that nature. That charity. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I, uh, I might have got sent off. After how long? Oh. What, of me being on there or the total Yeah, time? yeah, oh, you okay. say, just, just, uh, you, you about three and a half minutes. Okay, it's good. Wow. Yeah. In and out of three and a half minutes. Two yellows. Have you not seen it? I'll have to show you the footage. Soft. Soft. It's all sounding like me. In and out in three and a half minutes and soft. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely talking about John. Yeah, uh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it wasn't good. I was introduced to the game and there was someone who, clearly my memory of playing football, by the way, is very different to what I can actually... He never could play football. That's outrageous. Come on now. I, I tried very hard. I industri- God loves to try you, Even you've called me industrious before. Yeah. Good engine. Yeah. Bit of a blood and guts player. That was... Like a poor man, good. Scott McTominay. I don't know who that is, but... Imprecisely. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take it. No, you always did put the effort in. It's just the talent that was wanting, really. No, there's no such thing as talent. Oh, well. but yeah I, I, I gave it a, right. I gave it a good go but yeah this, this kid was a bit faster than what I was he sort of got past me after a poor touch and you kicked him I didn't I tried to get my body in front of his and it didn't quite work out and I thought it was a very very soft yellow card and then the second follow up was someone who played quite a direct ball to split the defence I don't know why I was playing back there and you kicked him and I thought I thought this kid's fast he's going to be coming in at pace and I saw, right, the ball's there. I'm just going to have to dive for this ball to just nick it and get it out of play. And as I've made that decision, this this whippet had appeared from nowhere and uh, and I might have made contact, like, on the edge of the box and scythed <laughs> this kid down. To which I spun around to see a very well-respected referee because we were at the county ground and all legit officials who actually refereed the World Cup. And uh, yeah, he, he gave me my marching orders nice. in front of like Jake Humphreys and uh, Tommy Robinson. And Tommy Robinson. Tommy Robinson was oh. there. <laughs> yeah, there's no way on earth. That, it wasn't there's Tommy no Dan, way Tommy that Robinson. Will would be allowed to play yeah. if Tommy Robinson was there. It wasn't Tommy Robinson. <laughs> I love it. Was it Paul Robinson <laughs> from Neighbours? No, it wasn't him either. <laughs> was it Tony <laughs> Robbins from the TED Talks? <laughs> was he there with Katie Hopkins and that? Yeah. Yeah. And what Neil sort Cox. of charity was this, John? Yeah, it was a. It was our friends uh, that, that had organized. Our friend had organized this. Yes, for child loss. They tragically lost their child after about eleven hours. So oh, it was awful because then I I thought I was getting booed off, and I was like, oh, this is a bad look. This is not a good look. I can see the headline now: cage fighting commentator gets dismissed after three and a half minutes of play. Savage. And uh, turns out after I'd gone in and I'd actually gone over to the other side and apologised and, and they were like, no, it's ridiculous. It's charity games, too harsh, no intent, blah, blah, blah. You know, when my family was there watching his first time I seen him play football. And uh, yeah, it turns out they were booing the referee, which saved my blushes a little bit. And I got to play the, uh, the next half and I got a good solid 45 minutes in, you know. So that's that. Good. That was pretty ferocious though. Yeah. So that was my daughter's first 
experience of watching her daddy participate in some sort of sporting activity. Love that. She'll be proud. Every day. Mm. Um, let's move topics along, shall we? Yes. Shall we, uh, shall we talk about something that was brought to my attention? Ooh. My friend Dan, Dan Hardy, the guy that I do a lot of work with, we were getting ready for an Inside the Octagon show recently, and he brought to my attention a certain podcast with a former UFC fighter called Carl Kingsbury, whose wife is Natasha Kingsbury. I think she she was a model. I'm not sure if she... She may have actually been an Octagon girl with the UFC, but don't quote me on that. And he said, have, have you heard this podcast? I said, no. And he went on to talk, talk to me about how they have like a... They're like a thruple. <laughs> Polly polyamory oh, okay. is that, is that polyamory, polyamory yeah, yeah. Uh, now I'd, I'd understood this polyamory uh, the, the legendary Louis Theroux did a documentary with the BBC which was hilarious watching that and there's this little enclave of people in Austin Texas around the Onnit Academy which again would resonate with UFC fans because uh, Mr. Joe Rogan's a, a, I think a shareholder a part owner and a guy called Aubrey Marcus who is the owner of, of Onnit, co-owner. He had a an open relationship with someone and they would they would do ebooks and they'd be very they'd be open about their openness. And then their, their relationship failed. And it was all very modern. And I'm a bit, I don't know if I'm a bit British and whether I'm a bit old fashioned. But I was listening to this podcast back. I think you guys have listened to it as well, right? And they're all like really happy with this situation. Natasha and Carl have a child already who's, I'm going to say seven or eight, something like that. And they were talking about another, having another kid and not necessarily worrying about who the dad was. Now, Kyle is a big old light heavyweight American dude. And Christian, I think his name is, <clears throat> is of Hispanic origin. So they're clearly going to know who the father is. But it's, it, I don't know, Dave, what are your thoughts on this Why whole... Why did you come to me first? Well, because uh, the look in your eye, the thruples. I mean, you know, can you get on board with this? Can oh, you I see... Can, is this not how it's supposed to be, the tribal way? I don't know. It, You've said, right, I'm going to go to... I'm going to propose yeah, to you this. Go for it. You don't have the support network? Yeah. How about if you let Willie B into your life? Him and Kat can... Right. Can co share your marital bed when you're away you know you you have to go away and you have to leave the household that leaves cat right. i'm know. interested <laughs> i'm interested she's she's a, a pair of hands down and and maybe all right he doesn't change nappies but maybe he can do some other stuff around the house but at the same time he needs he needs some credit for that and that might just be sharing is this why you brought me on? Is this exactly why you brought me over? That's on the phone. She's actually on loudspeaker that's, right now. That's why my phone kept Hi, going. Hi, darling. <laughs> hey, baby. We're in, Will and I are in coats. <laughs> I thought as much. Uh, you, you know what? I, I, I've seen the podcast. Please say yes. Yeah, I've listened to it. I'm not going to say no yet. Let me just... Thanks. Look, I, I just think there are certain people out there that... What sort of people are they? People like Will. Um, right, okay. No, there are certain people out there that I think this potentially could work for that maybe have issues around um, commitment, monogamy. It's, it's, a, it's a difficult thing to be able, I think, to actually love two people at the same time. So I think it purely... Be... I mean, I love myself and my wife. But... <laughs> <laughs> that actually, I love my kids as well. This is now <laughs> that, a bit yeah. weird. Wow. No, to, I, I think in that way, I, I think it purely has to be on a physical basis, right? What? 
why they're doing this. Well, well, no, I think that Carl said something to the tune of he doesn't. Well, he's going to say that though, isn't he? Well, yeah, but he hasn't got a girlfriend yet. Apparently, they're all really excited about finding Carl a girlfriend. Yes, yeah, so, uh, something about. And I'm it. not. By the way, I am not judging because I've listened to, I've listened to their their vernacular, their the vocabulary that they use. And a couple of years ago, I got into the whole. Um, oh God, swinging. Listen, isn't it? <laughs> I was listening to a lot of podcasts from America and like other people that are around like that area, Austin, Texas and in San Francisco. And they all do talk about doing the deep work on, on themselves. Got to do the deep work. Got to do plant medicating. Stop looking at me when you say deep work. <laughs> in that voice. There is another deep, reason why I've come deep here. Work. John's going to be doing deep work on me. Yeah, like Tim Ferriss and those sorts of people. Big, big old podcast hitters. And they're doing this, that, and the other, and everyone's on a fucking paleo diet and intermittent fasting, and they work out from half five in the morning till 11 o'clock at night. No, not 11 o'clock, so they have to get their nine hours of sleep with their circadian rhythms and their fucking apple cider vinegar rubbed into their head three times a night. So I could very much hear that's in their speech, a lot of these books that have clearly been passed around the local fucking book club. And, and, I, and I, it's very progressive, and apparently it's what, one would do back in the day in the tribal villages, you know, when one goes off to hunt, the other one keeps the bed warm. But I mean, I've, I don't know how it would work for the kids. Kids of in the UK are pretty vicious. Well, if, if <laughs> how would our circle of friends, like our mums and dads were doing that when we went to school back in the day, they probably were. Oh, oh I thought you said they were. I didn't realize that was a question coming out. How, <laughs> <laughs> uh, We'd be pretty mean. So when, like, one of these kids turns up, it's got this unborn child that they have has got to go to school. And back in our day, I'm again, I'm removing judgment. And if, if ever this gets back to them, I'm, I'm as long as they're happy. He'd, he'd kill you. Oh yeah, it's yeah, absolutely destroy me. Yeah, um, as would she and probably uh, Christian. <clears throat> but it would be pretty hard, I think, for the kid to go to school like, oh, who's your dad? Which one of your dads is coming in this time? Yeah. Kids are horrible. They are. They're the worst. And that's what I would worry about in that situation. But what about... What do you think about all of this stuff, Will? Because you're, you're a reflective man, aren't you? Yeah. Well, it's whatever floats your boat, I think. I, <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> yeah. Cut. And, <laughs> I, I, yeah, personally, I think it's a little unusual. No. Maybe, yeah. But it's not unusual to them. I mean, that I, I you know, I've watched it and they were talking about that she might not know who the father is until it comes out. And then he was like, well, I'm quite happy to father the child, even if it's not mine by blood. He's already a dad. Um, and if that's for him, that's fantastic. And to be fair, a lot of, like, uh, if you enter into a relationship and they have a, there's a previous child there, or, or if you adopt, then I guess it's a similar sort of principle, right? No. No, yeah. not I, the I same principle. I, you can great. Uh, what guess loving it, another one's loving another? Why is it not the same principle? Because the bloke next door has just banged your wife. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That kid has popped out of your wife's vagina, and you're just going to sit there and say, "Do you know what, son? I'll look after you." <laughs> nah, mate, that ain't happening. I'll take you under my wing. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. The Louis Theroux thing. Have you? Do you guys recall that documentary? Is this the one that they they literally? If I remember rightly, weren't they having a swingers party? And yeah, the, there is the that poor thing. lady was in the kitchen wiping the dishes. Yes, yeah. So there's one trio, and they all live together. Two fellas 
and and this lady and Louis Theroux is such a genius he people think he's like this really it, I mean he can be awkward but I think he plays up to it actually when you hear him on certain podcasts and being interviewed he's so fucking bright and very funny I think he uses his appearance to his advantage. He made them, <laughs> he made them act out how they all lay down together in bed. Brilliant. <laughs> so he's like, so uh, so just humour me for a minute. And this is the this is the bed. So um, so how how, how do you how do you cuddle? <laughs> and it, they literally all just start lining up, all three of them. And she's always in the middle. And then they he makes them all turn like to her. Right, so that she's, the, I think she said the big spoon and the little spoon. And at one point, she's the bigger spoon than a little spoon. Again, I'm sitting there, I would not be able to hold it together if I was with a crew that I got on with just doing that this kind of thing. must have taken a few takes. Well, there's no takes on these. Documentary, stuff, that kind of no, stuff, there's I no takes. I, I refuse to believe that. No, that there's must no be, takes. Come on. No takes. Uh, it's real. But wow. it was beautiful the way that he, he constructed that. And it, I mean, I'm not mocking these people, but when you actually sat them down and they weren't mm, talking about all of the, <laughs> talking about all of the uh, positive sides of this relationship, they all looked like they were really fucking struggling. Mm. Really yeah, it's struggling. It's got to be hard mentally. That it really has got to be hard mentally. Would you prefer to have another man and another woman or two women, John? <laughs> oh. oh, Jesus. I'm not necessarily sure why you're thinking about this, John, to be honest. I'm thinking about this because... <laughs> it's I, really not that difficult I, an no, answer. Well, I'm definitely... Well, I'm thinking Vicky's going to listen to this, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, She's very keen. Now's your chance to get She's it out. She's outside the studio listening yeah. now, John. Yeah. Yeah. She's, She's holding a frying pan. She's in the gallery because <laughs> this is so professionally done. Uh, I, I can't answer that. I can't answer that. For what reason? I just don't want to put myself in... The, I, I, I just know that it wouldn't work for me. What, two men? Or... <laughs> two men. Two men, sorry. what? So me and two... Sorry, me and two other men. This, this, is, what worried, out, this yeah. is what I'm worried about, why you're taking so long to do Have it. you removed Vicky from the equation or, or Vicky and another man? No, just two men. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not for me, thank you. Okay, that's fine. I Could was just that. a little bit worried because you're with two men now and I was beginning to edge my way out of the studio then. <laughs> Backwards. <laughs> well, that's... Yeah. I love gays. It, it was it was interesting listening because I reacted really strongly when Dan was telling me this. He's what like, did you say? I was like, ah, oh, this is weird. No, no, no. I can't get my head around it. And Dan's Dan's a very smart, well-read. So he's often when I come back with an argument to something, he he's already got something prepared. And I was like, oh, I don't know about this. This is, just doesn't seem, it seems a bit too modern for me. You know, this threesome all the time and introducing all of these levels of emotion and no 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 and then the, the poor kids the, but, but that's how it's supposed to be you know the, the, the village will mm. be taking care of things one man is it's not just about the sexual thing the security the this and that yeah, yeah I suppose I suppose yeah but at the end of the day at some point when the sun comes down and how do you work the rotor how does that work well when one's out the other's but what in if, what if, uh, <laughs> yeah. literally yeah but it's not like a production line. Well, what if she kind of is? But then if she's having a headache that night, but one guy's already been satisfied and you haven't, that's the sort of stuff. If I'm honest, this shows my weak, my mental weakness. That night, if I was the one that got snubbed, I'd be like, "What about that?" Especially if I was first through the door, mm. just jumped off How your mammoth with your spear. But is this just? 
How do they feel then if what if another lady was to walk into the situation? Well, apparently they they welcome that, and they do have it. So when they in in the Louis Theroux documentary, when they went to this swingers party, they you know one of these dudes was like licking the face of this other female while his pregnant. I don't know what they call each other, love, lovey, or love partner, whatever they called it. Uh, they had <laughs> lovey, a special love. love. Apparently, love. you can't call it <laughs> love. <laughs> Partner, <laughs> you, they have different names. Of course, they do. Uh, so then, and yeah, you, if but by that taken, then uh, back to the original thing, it, there'd always be someone. There'd always be someone to satisfy one's needs. Oh, right? well, there you go. They, so yeah, so great. What are so, we talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah apparently it works. Let's do it. it sounds okay. brilliant. <laughs> right. So right, back so to right the now. back to the original. Uh, yes, will I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect. Lovely. Fine. <laughs> be round at five. Yeah. I'll do the nappies. You can do the rest. <laughs> Just got to pop out for a few minutes. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how that works. I don't. But do you remember that uh, scene where he does go to that party? They put a mask on him. Yeah. And there's this one bit where <laughs> Louis through he's got like a, a blindfold on. He's topless. A bunch of people in this room. Not that he can now see them. Isn't it like a tent or something? No. 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 It's someone's room. room. Yeah. yeah. This uh, like a load of the chicks have got their top nuts out, and then the dudes are like sitting there with their just their just their pants. Top nuts. <laughs> That's Why boobs. Are you 11 for everyone else. Uh, These are breasts, and, ladies yes. and gentlemen. He's called them top nuts. And, uh, just in case his parents are listening. <laughs> and and then a dude comes around and starts like blowing on him. That's hot. <laughs> Have you ever had a bloke blow on you? He probably is hot. Really if he's nice. blowing on him. He's yeah. trying to cool him down. It's Austin, Texas. In jiu-jitsu, I mean, uh, probably. I mean, I've not thought of it in that way. It's the different but now kind of you environment. Will, mm. And then you'll show your weakness. <laughs> Or his backside. It was called the feeding party, and it was level. It was a level two feeding party. This sounds like my sort of thing. (laughs) You do like a feeder. (laughs) Oh, I love being fed. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. You did actually. You did come with your own food to a night where we were getting takeaway. I know. And I thought, with that, knowing that you've had some pretty weird diets, and that's coming from me, I thought, oh, it's going to be because he's bringing like four chicken breasts that have purely been boiled or something and like one tree of broccoli you turn up with a subway what's that all about can you quantify what I actually brought no I, I didn't even yeah, I didn't it was uh, some it. sort of salad that I'm pretty certain there was ham and turkey Did you bang on the Jal- jalapenos um, and some uh, salads I don't know peppers what's wrong with that John and what was the oh, what was the sauce that was my wife was willing to cook to order subway. and you snubbed her for a subway. There's nothing healthy but about how, a subway. Bar. I'm going to be snubbing no, her for a threesome after this, so if that's what she's worried about, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we call it snubway, shall we? Snubway. <laughs> snubway. On, on that note of your wife, John, I've got a question for oh, you. Oh, shit. Do you, you keep my wife out. <laughs> be careful how you answer this. Oh, God. But do you ever, Take and resent beat. is probably too strong a word, do you ever regret not being on the dating scene when internet dating took off? Then, or is it a case that you don't really know what you've missed out on? I and I say this purely for, for people that are listening because both Will and I, I believe one way or another, sort of got talking to our respective partners online. I had a, an illustrious career as a single man. I experienced everything that I needed to. I found the love of my life. Now looking back, fellas. Turn the mics off and now tell us. <laughs> Golden ticket. <laughs> On a, on a serious note, so I read a stat the other day that was done by... I think it's frightening, if I'm honest. 
I do think it's frightening. I think it's frightening how you just cut me off when I was going to tell you a stat <laughs> that I've researched. <laughs> uh, there was a stat from the University of Mexico that had said that um, in the... If Will had said this, I wouldn't believe a, you a should word believe that it. Should In the gay it. community, I think it's very close to 50% of people meet online, maybe even more than that. Um, but even even in the straight community, it's something like 36% of all relationships are done online now. You take that out of the equation, where the fuck are people going to meet nowadays? People just don't go to pubs anymore. Subway. Snubway. <laughs> no, apparently everyone's going for a polyamorous relationship now. It started no in the in <laughs> next door neighbors, Austin, Texas, uh, and Portland, Oregon, and it just it just needs to creep across the shores, and everyone will be fine. No, genuinely, though, if you were single now, where would you go to try and meet someone? Probably one of his mates' wives. <laughs> probably that's outrageous. Me now, well, I'd, I'd probably only go back to what I used to know, and that would be like bars, right? No one libraries. in them anymore. No one in the bars uh, Go back anymore. to the libraries. <laughs> libraries. Uh, yeah, I'll go back to the bars. Okay. The nightclubs. The bars. I don't know. That are, fil- that are filled with 18-year-old girls. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a good point. No, there's the second-hand clubs that are about as well. Not many. <laughs> Over 30s. <laughs> but it would have to be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, well yes. Coffee shops. What? I don't know about that. I feel it... I, no, if I feel that's a bit. So weird. here, like, bring it, so, would, would, would you then go for, I guess, uh, a ready-made family? Then, like, if you, you know, that's if you, you find a single mother. I don't know, Will. I don't have to think about it. <laughs> now we're really getting into. Well, this the is where Vicky of... comes in. She's got something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. I, I don't know how I would approach that one. But I know that the landscape is different for sure because the gym. Uh, Team Crossface is in Watford Town Centre. Mm. I have to literally tread across the same paving stones that were lined with queues of people mm-hmm. going into the bars and clubs. Nowadays, when I come out on a Friday night, uh, I'm doing it now, uh, a podcast now on a Friday night, that's how my life's changed. But I'll come out and it is dead. But back in the day, you couldn't move. It was like mm-hmm. being in Tenerife or, you know, uh, insert any number of Balearic Mediterranean hotspots. I mean, every bar was busy though, wasn't it, yeah. back then? Every single bar was busy. It was full of young girls, full of young guys, all going out Monday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, without yep. fail. Yep. And I can only remember like three times going out over a 20-year period, which is why Will is my memory bank, yeah. <laughs> largely. Yes. But we did. We never used to miss one of those days. No, always out. And you could meet, you could meet girls, and likewise, girls could meet boys. And it was there, but now think about. You could. I we did. Yeah, I could. <laughs> many of them. No, I just many. think not think about many. how your kids are going to be dating. I don't want to. When they I've already up. spoken to you about my anxiety of this. Well, Melody, that's her name, isn't it? <laughs> um, LED already knows Ryan Davey. Well, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I they'll look after her. I've heard about what you said to our friend Johnny Gom. I can't remember. Was it at, at some? Yeah, you've been very mean about your son and his daughters. Why not? And trying to influence... I believe he's only got one daughter, but yeah. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, his daughter. <laughs> no, I, I, I just think... I mean, everything's changed. We spoke earlier off air about, you know, the jobs that they'll be doing in 20 years' time or whatever it is. But the dating landscape is going to be so different, even to what it is now. What jobs will you be doing in 20 years' time? Credit insurance broker. Because <laughs> credit insurance brokers. <laughs> www.ukcreditinsurance.com. Oh, dear. Shameless plug. And we've also just launched recruitmentcreditinsurance.com for all your recruitment credit insurance needs anyway why don't we talk about something that's very close to my heart oh god here we go and that is, nu- and that is nutrition John oh yes well, expected well now, why are you, you saying oh yes <laughs> because I am a healthy guy 
You, Will, nutrition for you is, I'll take it. We used to call you Willy Burgers. Still is that where the bee comes from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, was your surname there we go. Another soda pop. Oh, lovely. So, John, when, when did you start this fad? Fad. Of, um, fad. Complete fad. Of veganism and why? I didn't start it. It's been around since at least the 60s. Well, okay, when did you convert? Convert? This ethical vegan embarked on his journey about... It's around this time of year as well, six years ago. We pop the um, freshener. Pop the distilled water. <laughs> the freshener, because I think you'll find that's a cruelty-free <laughs> bottle of pop <laughs> bubbles. And uh, how did it come about? Oh, I mean, you know, if you listen to one of the many podcasts that I've done in the past about this topic, no one wants to hear this, Dave. But while we're on the subject, um, I watched... So I'd, I'd suffered a really bad back injury, which had taken me off the mats... Uh, for a long time I'd blown a couple of discs in my back and I was not training for about five years and they told me I had to have surgery I didn't want to have surgery and I was just looking at ways in which I could manage my weight and heal without intervention and you could basically only really manage what you're eating and drinking and I eventually came across like the more eastern prophecies more alkaline diets this and that and I'd already kicked out dairy when I was sort of I'd say competitive a bit like training quite hard in mixed martial arts one thing I would say by the way is in all the years that I'd done like martial arts be it like let's say boxing because I was I was competitive in boxing and then I was playing I was playing okay football despite what Willie B says I was playing county league football no one was talking about nutrition not at any point was anyone talking about nutrition and then I go down to a mixed martial arts gym which was under a fried chicken shop in Harrow and the guys down there were weighing their food cutting out certain food stuff so I was like what is this and dairy was one of them I was I learned very early that it probably wasn't very good for you so I'd naturally just said okay I'll, I'll cut that out which was tough because I did like a dairy milk and um and then yeah I, I watched something called the greatest ever speech, I think it was on on YouTube, and it was Me. Gary Urofsky. It was <laughs> yours Davey was a G. strong speech, yeah. Fernando de la Rosa, Davy G transition, um, and it was uh, it was a, an animal activist called Gary Urofsky, an American dude, and he was talking to a college in like a, a lecture theatre, and it was a really powerful speech. And for some reason, I don't know, maybe I'd had a late night the night before, whatever it was, but I was so emotional watching this, crying, angry. Uh, yeah, I went downstairs after watching that thinking I can't be moved in the way that I am and not do something about it and just throw a couple of chicken breasts in the oven. So I then basically got all the chicken breasts and everything else, put it in a black bin line and dumped it in the bin, along with all the other animal products. You used to love a KFC though, didn't you? I think I did, yeah. yeah. But I was on the road. As an electrician, you're on the road a lot. And your footwell was just filled with various chocolate bar wrappers. I remember that. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Not very clean and tidy. So that was pretty much where it's been. But it's been a development of that because then you start looking into, well, once you immerse yourself into, into anything, like a sport, and mm-hmm. if someone, a lot of people this time of year, January, will be looking at like weight loss or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And they'll be investing a lot of thought, a lot of research into like their first marathon. And so I, I did get pretty into it. And so now I, like a lot of the brands that I would choose would be more ethically minded. I don't wear leather footwear. Um, I got rid of 
even down, things down to like Nike, they're not a nice company, let's be honest. So I, I thought I'm not, I just sold all of my Nike footwear. But I'm a bit of a hypocrite because I'm sitting in front of an Apple MacBook. Uh, I know Nike stickers on it. With Nike stickers on. <laughs> Made of leather. Uh, but the swoosh is good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it kind of just progressed like that. But now I don't really think about it too much because I'm just on autopilot. And it's quite funny seeing, in inverted comments, uh, commas, new vegans come in and bang the drum really loud. And, and no, they're not always the the most uh, palatable group of people. But this, I do it for my own for my own reasons. If people want to engage with me about it and if they want to ask me about it and, and get any advice, I'm, I'm always happy to oblige. And I have a new series. I re-uploaded to The Journey of Discovery a load of recipes that I put together a couple of years ago for like Veganuary to help people out because that's what a lot of people think. Oh, we can't do this. How am I going to eat? I'm going to starve to death. So I came up with a few options for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Uh, I might do some more vegan stuff. In I'd, I'd, li- I'd like to. Do you I'd think like that's to- the main reason why people don't choose to become vegan? Do you think it's the fact that they... Because they're a class of people now that people don't particularly want uh, not, not just that. With. Yeah, you, you hear that. But I think that... And it isn't difficult to look up a recipe. There's plenty of foods that you can eat that would happily sit in with the vegan way of living. But do you think it's that people, people nutrition? Not to? I don't. Th- I was actually talking to um, some friends last night, and we were talking about kids and their nutrition and how Vicky prepares ninety five percent of everything that goes into Elodie's mouth is is prepared from scratch. Mm-hmm. She has baked beans. Vicky makes her own baked beans. You know, everything, apart from making bread, everything Lazy. Is, <laughs> is done from scratch. And I think that's because over the last couple of years, nutrition has been a big part of our lives. And I honestly think that nutrition was a big part of my life because of mixed martial arts mm. and the scientific nature of, of weight cutting and trying to get that edge in fight sports. I say fight sports. When I was boxing... I think before fights, the night before, I was eating like smashing a really big bowl of pasta with some meat. There's no particular science to that. Mm. Apparently, pasta gave you energy. Uh, now you wouldn't do that. Uh, so it's uh, it's just been a part of nutrition. Has just been a big theme in our household. Mm. And you, with your bodybuilding and weight training, I think that nutrition because we've had conversations, and I know that you think about nutrition quite carefully as yeah. well. I think that's probably why. I, th- I thought about it too carefully after Christmas, <laughs> if you see the size of me now. So since April, I've put on 38 pounds, if you can believe no, it. No, you haven't. Mate, 38 pounds. You see, I can't. I would like to be able to put on that amount of weight. I walk past Greg's and I put on half a stone. I don't even go in. <laughs> I smell a sausage roll, mate. Sounds like if you walk past any bloke called Greg, yeah, you're putting on weight. That. That's a hell of a fucking weight gain. It's, it's, it's difficult thinking about... Because I, I could become vegan I like cooking I cooked you that lovely spicy curry when you, you came did. around to my house that time you did it's a little bit too hot for John yeah I'm not all about that but no. I still I, I yeah, appreciated a, it a forkful um, but look it's, it's not it's not difficult I mean I think the, I think the Game Changers documentary is going to make a lot of people stand up and well it definitely did like, I've seen people that I never ever thought would even entertain the thought of a plant based diet and now all of a sudden yeah 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 I'm all about it mm. let's go and I think that I actually, I thought that this would work, tapping into the 
into the performance vegan market. It mm. was an area that I was looking at exploring, but like with a lot of my ideas, I never find really get around to doing it. Like podcasts. Like podcasts. I'll start one, stop one. Start one, stop one. Um, and and I, I genuinely thought that when... I know that sports stars are held in such high regard. And then, of course, if physically they look impressive, they're doing impressive things. So if you can do it on plants, then wow. And I do remember there was a certain uh, very prominent coach who's since denied that he said this to me. <clears throat> we were speaking about nutrition and, and veganism. He's like, uh, how many world champion vegans are there? And at the time, it sort of, I was scuppered. I didn't really have an answer for him. But I'm like, yeah, but... When you're only like a couple of percent of the population, mm. what's what chance is there that you are therefore going to become a, a high performer? But actually, the Game Changers documentary has highlighted that at the top of the game, there are people that are powering themselves on plants. They're doing very well. And yeah, there's now people trying to debunk it, this, that and the other. I'm sort of sick and tired of both sides of the argument, if I'm, if I'm honest. I thought James Wilkes did a very good job. Lightning. I, James Lightning. Well, I met him when he was making this two, three years ago, maybe three years ago. I met him in London when he was down uh, filming with someone who who actually didn't make the documentary in the end because he he's gone away from a plant based diet. And we sat down and we spoke about it. And and this is to your point, I think about the veganism thing. James explained to me that depending on your demographic, depending on how old, uh, what sex you are. And your sort of idiosyncrasies, if you like, it depends on the argument that you would present to them about being plant-based. Mm. So if you've got a 21-year-old dude who's high on fucking life, you know, full of spunk, and you say to him, if you eat meat, you're going to get heart disease, he doesn't give a fuck about mm. that. He's probably going to walk away and go and get two patties on his Woolly Burgers. Mm. Um, whereas if you tell a 50-year-old man that if you carry on eating meat, then your risk of heart disease is you know, X amount of percent, then he might go, yeah, that light in the end of the tunnel's coming up a bit quick. And I know mm. quite a few of my friends have had heart attacks and therefore that argument would resonate a bit deeper and they might start considering no meat Monday or some bollocks like that. So what do you make of this vegan January then? Veganuary? Veganuary, because I, I started that. No, you have not because you've just eaten buttered chicken. No, it wasn't. No, it was, no, lamb. It was lamb. It was lamb. All right. No, you did call out. Yeah. You were salivating. I've started the... now, though. Right. <laughs> a couple of days in. Yeah. From here on in. You yeah. would have thought, no, that's a lie, because you would have thought that you would have, like, dined with the vegan, just uh, seen what the vegan had, and you would have just... Yeah, I didn't like what you had. Okay. What vegetables? Biryani. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm. No, by the way, I know that there's no ghee in the biryani over there. You hope not. Yeah. But again, I don't really... I, I used to stress about that stuff, but now... I, I travel around to a bunch of different places and I'm sure there's contamination and I used to give myself, you know, 10 lashings to the vegan gods, but mm. I've since stopped that practice and you just, it was becoming as stressful. It was becoming stressful in that sense. So I've given up that. Excuse me. I'm pretty confident in my choices. The, just for the purpose of those you can't see, because it's only us three you can see. That was a vegan burp just there. <laughs> Gassy. It even smells nicer. Gassy. Better than your fart. Oh, yeah. Subway fart earlier. That was horrific. No problem with that. So Rogan got... Not... I don't want to say emotional, but did you see the... Where Cressa was on with Wilkes? Yes, I did. And and I think at the end of it, Rogan almost suggested that he... Because he, at the start, was very much on Cressa's side, talking about... Yeah, they share similar views, for sure. And and do you know what? Before we said... Because I don't think I've said this... 
I really respected Joe for having James on and the way that he presented his arguments. Yeah, because I, it's funny how people kind of say to me, um, you know, Joe Rogan, this Joe Rogan, that you're so different to him. Actually, I'm I am closer to Joe's views on on fuel, human fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, than I am to most people in this world. Just the fact that he goes hunting, I might not necessarily, it's not for me, but actually that is way closer to to what I'm trying to achieve than someone who just without thought will go and pick up a carcass off of a shelf. Mm. You know, the way that Joe thinks about everything is way closer uh, to the way that I am. So I I think hunters and vegans, as crazy as it sounds, are probably a little bit closer aligned because they're more conscious about what they're eating than someone who is on that, what do they call it, the standard American diet, or whatever mm. it is. There you go. Do you not think, though... Controversial. ...that a hunter would then still also go and buy something off a shelf? Quite, but there, but then there is that as well. So as much as... And I'm not saying that Joe says either way. I do listen to a lot of his stuff just to get a good balance from... I'll listen to Rich Roll, who's the plant-powered way. Sounds like a very expensive sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Loaded with goodness. Yeah. Um, and then I listen to Joe as like a counter argument. I listen to those guys as well, and it, I think it's I think it's healthy to to get both sides of the debate. But yes, when Joe gives it the you know he only eats um, elk that he's shot. I'm like mm. ah, don't, when you've rolled out of the comedy club at like one a.m. I'm sure you're smashing a what do they call it a Five Guys or a fucking what's the In and Out Burger or some shit like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's doing that too. But that's. But I guess that the hunter that would only consume his own stuff and the the ethical vegan, if they they are closer to one another, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I actually had someone reach out to me on LinkedIn. Must have been last week, talking about um, being. She said, "I definitely, I definitely saw you at some vegan uh, group you go to." And I said, "You? Yeah." I said, "Couldn't have been me. I'd never seen her before." Was it Simon Pegg? No, you've missed the joke. Oh, never God. seen her before. Herbivore? No, no, don't get it. <laughs> it's good, Dave. I mean, I'll be honest. That was the only reason I wanted to bring up the topic of. Is that the only reason why you brought your notes down as well? Have you written out that joke? I've got that currently. Sitting Is that highlighted in my podcast notes in bold? I met this woman today who said she recognised me from a vegan group, <laughs> but I'd never met her before. <coughs> there you go. Oh Jesus! That's done. I oh, know. Just, just back to the thing. You know, like, I'd say that Cressa was humanely slaughtered by Wilkes on that uh, you know Wilkes had obviously done a lot of research you know, he had a counter argument and a slide for everything well hold on a minute they've done his research the guy was the he had put that documentary together yeah he was one of the directors and then well, and producers and yeah. researchers yeah. although he got a, a, a very high level team in mm. if we're led to believe what he was saying um, and the one thing that people have to keep in mind is it did feel a little aggressive at the time but when people it was a character assassination, yeah. and that was his baby. Like since he, since he stopped fighting professionally, that that documentary is all that he's done. Yeah, like, and I and I know this because I, as I say, I met him. I think it was about three years ago. Um, it, it might even have been, yeah, I think it was about three years ago, and he was in the middle of filming it right then, mm. and he'd already done the research before that point. Yeah, so I I, I dare say that it's been a. It's been a slog. And then someone's attacking your baby like that. That's why I think it, it provokes such a, a strong response. And he was well armed because he'd lived that for X amount of time. And but then I have to say, in all um, you know, full disclosure, there have been 
other debunkings of what he said that have come then. out since, yeah. you know, and, and I, but then he even said, James even said, look, I shouldn't be the guy to spout this stuff. Yeah. We should have our top guy come out here mm. and you get yours. And because someone literally in, in the last couple of days has sent me a message going, oh, what do you think about this debunking? Here's the link. And I'm, like, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. I've already, I've already seen like two or three on both. And I'm bored. You know, I, I, I truly believe that it is, I, I have faith in, James and the team. Mm. I know that I'm doing all right. I haven't, you know, crumpled over and I'm not dead yet. And I've yeah. done quite a few things on just the vegan diet. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. So you're not even, you're not even uh, one of the, the militant ones, really. Well, you say that, but then it's weird. There's a few pricks that I sometimes work with that will say that, that I am. Oh, oh, don't get him started on that. I'm like, don't. No, you're never really that bad. That. Not really that bad. No, I'm not. I've got honestly got more important things, especially when I'm I'm away working, uh, like doing UFC duty. That is like the only thing that I do work is like not getting enough food. There's often like one or two options on the menu, and sadly, I have those every mu- every lunch and every dinner mm. every day because I'm pretty much handcuffed to the room, not handcuffed in the room, handcuffed to the room, um, <laughs> just in case, you know, <laughs> just for clarity. Yeah, so that, that, and that's annoying because I don't like to be drafted in that same category. I'm not, listen, I think when you've been fed a lie, maybe, certain, definitely there have an been animal lies. animal-based lie or a plant-based lie. Uh, I think an animal, uh, uh, yes, a consumerism lie for many, many years that you almost need that big shock factor to try and redress the balance and people swing hard the other way mm. to try and say, you know, let's not put 400 or let's not kill a billion livestock, you know, shoving them in a shed and gassing them. And and then and all of Similar that. Similar to what I did to you two when we came in here. Yes, it yeah. was powerful. Literally yeah. the same thing. I mean, Will's heart is a shadow of the man that he was when he walked in here. <laughs> um, so so people are going to go hard the other way. And then, and then, you know, the community gets sometimes gets a bit of a bad rap for that. But generally speaking, I'm on my own journey and I'm just uh, doing my thing. But I thought that you were going to give it a look, Will. Because you've always did, entertained yeah. the, the idea. I, I, I get it. I get it from most arguments. I mean, I can be a little annoying and just putting counter-arguments here and there. but Facetious. Yes, yes. But I, 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 in principle, I agree with it. I'm just too effing lazy to do anything terr- about it. But then that is a terrible excuse, isn't it? Not really. I'm too, I'm too lazy to save the lives and have a lesser footprint and be good and be probably be healthier to yourself as well i think i'm a fine figure of a man sort of but i yeah i don't know i, I i'm just uh I, I i do get it but then it's quite easy just to go down to byron burger a little plug there and just go and order a little there. plug they're not certainly not sponsoring things they will be when they hear about me um, they'll have a Willie Bebo yeah, on the menu got, yeah, they will when, when this podcast has 17.6 million listeners Byron are going to love me um, struggling business wise as well I believe um, they but, should speak to me I could probably help out with that oh <laughs> um, but Abacus was that Abacus it was yeah yeah, but uh, no I, I, I would be tempted to give it a go even my wife uh, is kind of we're kind of raising him that way but he he's he's almost vegan ryan my little one um what's he what's not 
vegan mm. about Ryan. Is it just uh, the, the meat? It's no, the fur. Yes, it's the, the fur that the he sleeps sus- in. The fur coat he walks the around sus- with and the leather knee pads he slides <laughs> around the house. By the way, there's, there's no excuse for fur. Like, I still... I'm I'm so against... if I When I see Canada Goose, like, a, that shit really, really fucking annoys me. Because everyone knows the practice. They're also one of my sponsors. <laughs> That's Grey Goose. Yeah. Yeah. They're also one of my sponsors. Different. Um, that Canada Goose thing, like everyone knows the trapping and everything else. And all right, I'm not saying that I'm going to stand there and throw pig's blood. I don't know what they do or the die on people outside their shops. But enough people know the horrendous ways in which the fur is put or caught and then put onto those coats. Excuse me. Very gassy. But what the... <laughs> But, but people still, they're like, nah, nah, it's fashionable, looks good. So yeah, I'm going to crack on. And they're ridiculously priced coats as well, aren't they? I've not looked, but that makes it even worse. Yeah. It's almost like a two fingers up to to everyone that thinks it's wrong. Yeah. Sorry, I interjected. So what is it that he, that doesn't make him? Um, oh, th- is it the my milk? Wife be, no, it's the sausages and black pudding that I creep into his meals. <laughs> uh, what is it that you slip into his milk? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's the, oh, this milk's nice. <laughs> it's black. Um, no, but, uh, no I th- I, I, just because I don't know all the ingredients that she puts in, but she does make him a lot of um, plant-based meals and stuff. He's, I, don't, I think he might have had a bit of fish, maybe a bit of chicken. Everybody has fish and eggs. It's very hard to, for me, even what I, what I know, and I think that nutrition's still relatively young, and there's a lot of science coming out, and as we've sort of covered already, the the counter arguments and counter arguments and counter arguments, and Doctor Rhonda Patrick is someone who's featured on a Rogan podcast quite a lot, and she sounds very bright, and and I understand a lot of her. That didn't sound patronising at all. She no. sounds very bright, thorough woman. <laughs> I did not say that. That's you what you're insinuating. That. No, it wasn't. She sounds very bright. She sounds like she knows, and it makes a lot of sense. And I've and I've looked at what she's, the way that she eats, and the way that she's brought up her kids, and I'm like, oh god, it's a risk. If I if I've got this wrong, like if it's on me, if if suddenly I get like a neurological degenerative disease, God forbid. Uh, but if if suddenly Elodie has that. At, Arm that turns into a broccoli stem. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That'd be awful, especially as I think she's going to be a tennis player. (laughs) Um, Grooming her for tennis. Yeah, I I, I don't know. So Vicky is kind of taking, and also that's the thing. Vicky prepares the food. So until I do, and to be fair, I do I do some food prep. Whatever we make as a family, I always make enough for Elodie, and then we freeze that. so that she's got that as another meal. She's a savage with her food. Holy shit. Mm. She smashes her food. Really? <laughs> That's why those cheeks are the way that they are. <laughs> she is an animal. Um, but yeah, but she has some fish. That's another reason I don't like changing Ryan's nappy. Back to that one. is uh, If you remember the film Jurassic Park, the way that he walks down blueberries and when they find that triceratops and <laughs> literally there's loads of berries in this pee. That's what his pee's like. Well, that's got to be better than a... A shat. No, because I can't see the sausage. What? The sausages. I can't see them in his poo. I can just see the blueberries. Yeah, but that's, they're less offensive, surely. Than a sausage? Yeah. And if a sausage come out whole, it'd be quite offensive. <laughs> You've got to be that. that would be I can't cool. see the sausage. <laughs> Cumberland incoming. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Christ, Jesus. Poor little boy. Um, 
yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I, I get, I, I get think, I think I've certainly, thing. I've certainly started eating less meat, but then that's probably because I've been eating less. I think if I had the money to be able to eat expensive, nice pieces of meat rather than reconstituted frozen chicken that costs three pound for eighteen thousand fillets from Iceland. Then I would probably eat more of it, and now I've just decided that, that basically it's oh, just a, a ba- it's Iceland. just a bag of water. I've never shopped in Iceland. Shopped in there Iceland. isn't even anyone within a four mile radius of my house. You're no. absolutely right. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think look, I've, I've got I've got no issues with Davy Davy choosing what he wants to do food wise. If he wants to eat meat, he can eat meat. If he doesn't want to, I, I what I said to Davy is particularly when we do go away, I ask him to try everything once, and if he doesn't like it, so he had prawns which he likes. He had squid, which he really liked, so he's, he's quite into his seafood. There's other stuff he tried he doesn't like. But what I don't want him to do is make a decision on not liking something food-wise without trying it. Yeah, I'm leaving that until she's of an age 26. where... Yeah, something like that. Uh, where she's a bit more equipped. I think until such a time, we're going to take the lead until she... I don't know. It's going to be a lot easier, though, for, oh, for everything. people to be vegans, oh, etc. right now, even in the last six years... There was never a, an alternative menu in restaurants. There wasn't even a section. You would have to ask if someone could prepare something a certain way. Mm. And some um, sometimes they'd be receptive. Sometimes it would be such a massive chore. You're like, it's easy. Just take the fucking meat off the plate. It's not that difficult. Uh, but you'd, it's like you've asked someone for their you know, daughter's hand in marriage. It was the biggest ask. That used to annoy the hell out of me. Just the other morning, we went for a fine breakfast and John got the vegan one. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's Two poached eggs. Yeah. Here's the bit. <laughs> I'll take the vegan option on that breakfast. No problem, sir. Comes round, two poached eggs with other stuff as well. I'm like, um, it was meant to be the vegan option. She goes, yes. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> so he's like, deciding what he's going to do. He'll, gi- he'll give them to me. Uh, so he dunked them in his coffee. And he passed them over. Have you ever had coffee-flavoured eggs? I did eggs, not dunk them in a eggs. Oh, no, that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. I get... So there was a, uh, a... Like a teacup and the saucer. So the saucer had a little little spinach. Oh, so right. I might have delivered the two poached eggs on oat, the saucer. Oat, what was the... Oat, yeah, it was an oat, oat latte. Oat, oat latte. Yeah, lovely. So it's like... Oat. Have you ever had poached eggs in coffee-flavoured porridge? That's basically what it was. So, yeah... Actually, it was all right. It was all right. Yeah, don't, don't complain. You yeah. wafted it down. Yeah. Like you did everything Smashed else on your plate. Where was this? We can't name the, the place. Yeah. Are they not one of your sponsors? No. <laughs> Is it a rival? No. If they, if they wanted to chuck me a few grand a week, then yeah, then would I happily name them. Can they just not write that off against your bill every week? <laughs> no. We, 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 we not touch the sides. Yeah. Again? No. <laughs> So the other thing that I think would be nice to talk about... Would it? Yeah, it would, I think. And we touched upon this, a li- I think, a little bit earlier. I think is, as as we've grown up... Do, do Speak you, for yourself. Uh, yeah. Do, do, <laughs> do you find that you take more or less care Time of Time in the toilet? Sorry. No, more, more or less care of yourself. And I know, I'm going to quantify what I mean by this. Not with regards to nutrition... How much do you train now? A couple of times a year. Me, that's Will. Yeah. Really? Is that yeah, I'm still the fittest one in here. <laughs> a couple of times a year? Ooh, what do I need to do? 
I always no, I couldn't do that. If I don't train twice a week, I mean, John's always I'm, injured. Bless him. So. Yeah, but I train around it now. All right, get off my back. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I definitely don't do so. I don't meditate as much as I used to. And before the baby used to come about, I used to start. I probably used to start with a morning walk. Um, honestly, it sounds really crazy, but after transitioning from the site life to the this sort of broadcasting role, I do have a lot more time. Mm-hmm. You you just do the. the you get paid a premium to be a freelancer, <clears throat> so, but with that, your work is not as frequent. Mm-hmm. So then there would be space. And it didn't work really well like mentally. That did, that actually has never been good for me because I, I'm an overthinker. So if I'm sitting there dormant, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. So a couple of years ago, I filled up all of that time by preparing for triathlon. So I did a season of triathlon and finished up with an Ironman. And I was training 10 to 15 hours a week so every every day there would be a run or a visit to the pool and then on the weekends I'd be out on the bike mm-hmm. whoops um, just ate the microphone uh, but yeah even now with jujitsu body permitting and it is it is hard and I've not trained for a few weeks now last time I trained was in Korea so what was that just the week before Christmas I was supposed to be going tomorrow, but we're not back to the schedule yet. So it'll be next week. And because I'm older and I haven't been lifting in the meantime, I know it's going to be hard. Like just it, not the actual practice. I'll always get by, but then the hangover on my body will be. So mm. so then the long answer to your shorter question is no, not as much. But I'm still, I still think that I actually do do pretty well. But do you, I know you've no, named there a few <coughs> of the reasons why, you know, time... <clears throat> kids everything else and there's a guilt and also and Vicky will be listening to this but I've is there a guilt that comes with yeah. taking extra time away well it's, there's a guilt not even if she's not around like there's a guilt that I'm getting to train and she's not like I did a video the other week the other week about a month ago she'd been talking about going for a walk in the fields or a run or something like that <clears throat> and I did and there's me walking along or running along sorry Instagramming it, and I do get a real high when I'm at, when I'm out exercising. And if the, if the sun's out and it's cool, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing, so I'm all smiles. And the message I got, that's exactly what I wanted to do from her. Now it's in black and white, so I didn't know whether it was like prick. That was my idea. That's what mm. I wanted to do, or oh, that's what I wanted to do, or oh, that's what I wanted to do. Good on you. Why didn't you just block her? <laughs> Mute her. Just mute her for that one post and then bring her back after. Yeah, no, I... But do you also, do you also think that... Because part of the reason for me, I guess, training, when I was far more into it than obviously I'm barely into it now, was... was we, and we got to touch on your MMA career as well. But uh, we'll yeah. do that after. Yeah, let's do that after. So when I was training a lot more seriously, it was when I was single, right? So I had this conversation with a few of the lads a while Yours ago. has always been pure vanity, though, hasn't it? 100%. 100% <laughs> vanity. It has been. You know, it, it, it wasn't for functionality. It wasn't for a particular sport. It was purely for vanity. Oh, no, serious. Oh, right, you're being serious. 100% serious. Okay, fair 100% enough. 100% serious. And I'm not, I should, I'm I not afraid... I a bit of a penis, but apparently... I was... No, 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 I'm not afraid to say that. It wasn't. There was, you know, there, of course, there was some functional stuff that helped out with particular sports, but I wasn't training for that. Oh, it was purely for vanity, which is what I think now, if you go into a bar on a Friday night yeah. and you go into a gym on a Friday yeah. night, there'll be more guys in a gym on a yeah, Friday yeah. night now. Yeah. 
They, when we were younger... I mean, we, that's a paradigm shift, right? Yeah, Will and I have spoken about this. I'm a little so bit I just older tick than off that I wrote, I said paradigm shift. Okay. Get <laughs> yeah, on nice. my notes. That's good. Paradigm. Got that one away. Uh, we, we never used to have that when we were growing up. When you, you're either like athletically fit or, or not. But no one was really... Not many people were bodybuilding uh, that, like 20 years ago. Not, not generally, but obviously there are bodybuilders, but yeah. not nearly the, the amount of gym memberships that there are now. No, no I, look at, I look at all the 21, 22 year olds now and they're all beefcakes. Yeah. <laughs> Pervert. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Do you, um, think, do you think that's just access to facilities or is that just the way that... No, I think social media is a mother Absolutely. lover for that. Yeah. And they've seen these carefully sculpted people with layers of filters on showing their best side all the time and then that's that's what it creates and i've spoken to doctors about this and actually it's it's a fairly it is for a lot of people it's a healthy shift because it means that they're exercising it means that they're looking after themselves nutritionally uh, and they're not in the pubs Um, but physically it's good for them but mentally not always it depends on the individual some Mm. people can deal with it some people have gotten careers out of it yeah. and sponsorships and X, Y and Z and I don't begrudge those people I, I truly don't but there are there are a lot of people that have made a lot of money just on you know the fact that they can they can push a barbell around but you yeah. can perform life saving surgery and no one's interested no. it's weird in that sense but yeah I think social media has been a big part of that and the ease of access the cascading response uh, yeah completely do you think if instagram and snapchat and that weren't around there'd be as many people in the gyms no no well not even with the whole health push at the moment no because it because they might be they might be out running you don't have to i don't know a lot about it you probably know more about it than i would dave but there's still it is healthy to lift weights and your heart rate does go up and it, and it and it's good for density. Definitely, definitely good when you're our age, Will, by the way. Should be lifting weights. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Definitely should be. Well, I'm the same. I don't do enough in the gym in that sense. Uh, but I don't think it's... Uh, it's not a hundred... It, I don't know. Walking around when you're like 20 stone hench with little stick legs, mm. smashing whey proteins 15 times a day, I'm not sure is wholeheartedly healthy I'm not looking to contradict myself but yeah I'm just talking about the average, yeah, average. I, I think most people that you see in the gym nowadays without knowing all of them I think a lot of them is vanity yeah I see them in I, I belong to the gym in Watford like the 24 hour one and I will go to the the mirrored part to blow dry my hair <laughs> I used to do that uh, you used to uh, both of you used to do that sorry You'll only be doing it for a few more weeks. Yeah. Okay. Why are you shaving it off for me? <laughs> but there will be dudes like, what's the word? Um, Masturbating. No. <laughs> Shamelessly stood there Shamelessly. in front of the, the mirror. mirror. Masturbating. With their, with their, their willies <laughs> out. <laughs> Masturbating. And a wet like flannel the, over their face. So they think it's a stranger. Oh dear. Uh, and they'll be they'll just be taking loads of photos and they're flexing and don't like, get that I have never done that I'd love, to, I'd love to have a body to be able to do that I don't even give a shit I would love that I'd love to get do you know what I've always wanted I've always wanted that one photo of me where I can look back and say or show it to Davey in 20 years time and say mate I was jacked look at that that's what all the hard work went to but instead I've, I've got 
nothing. And you used to go to extremes. <laughs> I still am. My, 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 my diet now, over the next probably three or four months, is pretty much going to consist of about 600 calories a day. What the fuck? Are you training? Whilst training, well, yeah. While training. Yeah. You Why don't you become to, a vegan? You know that that's not good for you, though. I'm, exactly. This is the mental side of it, which I was talking about earlier. But I you know, I know, to, you I could know. feed more calories of the right stuff to enable you to train harder, which will produce better results. You don't think I know this? And you, yes, well, you're a smart guy. Because I, I know full well that I, I know exactly what I need from a macro point of view to be able to just get me through my sessions and get me through the day with no ill effects. So I stick to that. It's easy, it's cheap, and it doesn't take too much time. Unit, there's a brilliant article written by Sean Al Shatty of The Athletic. Do you guys belong to... You probably... His the name Athletic. isn't Al Shatty. Is his actual name? Yeah. Oh, God, I don't know if, that, if I pronounce it right. Oh, no, I feel... And he lost loads of weight because of diarrhoea, I'm no, assuming. No, no, no. He's going to lose his a, career now. <laughs> no. He's just done a really, really good uh, article. His written work's fantastic. And he's done a really good article on the UFC PI. And the, the problems with weight cutting mm-hmm. in mixed martial arts, specifically how it's helped some very high-profile high fighters manage their weight-cutting process. And, it, and literally what I said about eating more calories yeah. uh, and able to train harder, but get their weight down, and uh, consequently they would look probably like what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, It's worth reading that and then speaking to some professionals. But you've got to be careful as well. Cause... Yeah, of course. Like that. It's not always going to be like that. And obviously what I, I, I allow myself usually once, once I'm back on diet you know, once a week to have a little blowout because you have to live as well. And this is what I'm starting to realise now. Whereas back in the day, I went I the, the well, best part... full-time weight loss programme. <laughs> no, I, I think I think that... Weight management. Back in the day, <laughs> I would have had quite easily six months and I would have not drinking on the head. I, I know, you used, to, it used to be about the summer, right? 100%. But this is so unhealthy. But then I never. But then I still never looked how I wanted to look. But yet I still did it. So if, if I if I if you genetically, this, some people just aren't supposed to be that. Way. I can't, mate. I I should be a snowman, basically. <laughs> that is my body shape. I'm not, you know, an end morph, an exomorph. I'm snowman morph, right? <laughs> That's what I should be, and I have to fight hard not to turn into just three giant circles. That's <laughs> what I was saying earlier. It's nice that your pop shield is the exact same shape as my face. It's, it's just a per- it's like somebody's got left, somebody's like, got I a protractor and just drawn round it. But no, you've got a black cap on and a black top. When yeah, you, when you just move to the left a little bit, it's perfect. No, it's it's it is hard because I I I do notice now after not training for the best part of eight months and just being I've still watched what I've eaten, but particularly around Christmas. None of my fucking clothes fit. I went to put on a suit the other day. Well, by and the it way, was a long way you, out. You know when people say really stupid phrases, and I like to like pick them apart. I watch what I eat. Well, what did you used to eat with a blindfold on? <laughs> Isn't that a weird phrase though? I, I watch what I eat. Well, I, I hope so too. <laughs> well, yeah. But you, doesn't mean you're eating well, right? You're just I, watching I, what I you're eating. Just, yeah. well, it depends if you're going All like, for a food. midnight snack. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's <You're> dark, <laughs> and you just grab. You know. No, it's um, it, it's difficult to. Go out with your mates, have fun, drink, eat, you know, have a nice takeaway with the Dad family or missus or whatever at the oh, weekend okay. um, and still look how you want to look unless... Why don't you drink vodka tonic? Genetics. Well, vodka slimline. I, I a little bit best, of vitamin C. I went for the best part of two years not touching a carbohydrate and only drinking vodka and a diet mixer. And I dropped a shed load of weight and did look a lot better. But then I did miss out on loads of good things. Like cakes. No, I'm not even a cake person. 
crisps. Oh, <laughs> uh, you lovely crisps. I've got two pages in my notes about crisps. Uh, <laughs> Monster the, Munch? Monster Munch, mate. Anything. Is that what it's about? The real cheap shit? Do you know what? Like a, maze, a maze-based corn snack. Is where a maze-based. Yes. Far better than standard crisps. I don't even know why they make... Like, who likes walkers? Right. Space Raiders, all the way for me. So, yeah, I got I got some Space Raiders in my... Uh, Frazzles. Presents. Frazzles are okay. Yeah, they're all right. Prong, prawns cocked out. What's, no, no, skips. 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 Are, skips yeah, skips they're are right. on your tongue. Yeah, but that's the problem for me. So you don't feel like you've eaten them, so you have eight bags of them. Mm. A multi-pack's just not enough, is it? No. Yeah, look, so crisps are a bit of a vice for me um, I still make room in my six or seven hundred calories a day for a very small handful of of any any sort of crisp I mean John I know you weren't there because you were too busy commentating on UFC 148 or something but even though Davey G's just, just to, I've never done a numbered event <laughs> oh that's yeah. sad As for, for libel reasons John is not allowed to be associated with any UFC that takes place inside the United States of America well, it's not just yeah. that even if it was outside I'm just not a pay-per-view guy yeah <laughs> anyway so oh, sorry, sorry Will back to you okay so um, even at your wedding I, there was a like a clothesline of various crisps just and you just go in there and help yourself all day your wedding was pretty epic I'm sorry it wasn't there mate. it was unbelievable it was good fun your speech apparently was something Vicky said do not let him paraphrase anything that he said in his speech yeah we'll skip along this subject pretty quickly because it, it was brilliant yeah do you know it's the because I'll, I'll never be picked to be a best man for any of so you had to do your own best man speech absolutely <laughs> so my, my wedding speech I was just rinsing all of my mates at it pretty much there yeah. was sexism ca- very casual racism there was some anti-Semitism in there. Oh what else was there? It was just all, it, but it was all good fun. Oh it? yeah, Jesus! It was all good right. fun. Well, there's an edit point. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's an edit point. It was great though. It was great. Right. So we, uh, I think we're we've done it an hour and a half. It's wrapped. That's not bad, is it? It's decent. You tried to make it all serious, Dave. I thought I'd bring you on for the for the lols. Well, you know what? I like to show the listeners a different side of me sometimes. Well, they haven't seen any side of you so far. So. They've seen this side. <laughs> uh, so now, um, now they're still like sitting at the trough waiting for the lols. Willie B, thank you very much. Yeah, mate, welcome. I no mean, one asked me what topic I wanted to discuss. What did I? you want to talk about? The the uh, Boer Wars, basically. I wanted to talk about that. The what, sorry? Is that the Dutch, the, the brothers, the Dutch uh, centre-backs? Frank de Boers. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Boers down in Africa. Right. What it, um, okay, go. Yeah. Kick it no, off. I'm it, Kick no. it off, playboy. What you got? Well, basically, um, <laughs> no, I won't go into it. We'll save that for another podcast. What? What would? What? What's tickling your trumpet these days? Um, well, now I'm just, I brought you... Dave down here, really, so that you could put the proposition across. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've skipped over that. So oh. that is just uh, in writing. So, yeah, just... I've just had an email in from Kat. Is it a gift? Is it a celebratory gift? It is a gift. And there is a... looks like a light brown aubergine coming her way with a red X after it. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> Leave that up to your uh, imagination. Yes. Yeah, tell us about this mixed martial arts career. I'll be honest, it wasn't as long as I imagined. So, um, me and a buddy of mine... You, got, you did what you had to do and got the hell out of there. Look, I made a name for myself pretty quickly. Um, so, so, me and a buddy of mine 
um, we're always interested. You know, we're always you know fans of mixed martial arts. Uh, you know, I trained with uh, you know in the Gracie's gyms years ago when I was in Brazil, and that never happened. Um, but we decided one day to go down to a session, and but it was just a one-on-one type session. Um, so you'll remember Max. Remember him? Yeah, he's still around. I know, but, yeah, right. but you don't train with Max anymore. No, 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 no. But we stay in touch. Yeah. So, um, so we we booked in to go and train with Denison Max. Sutherland for those. In Denison the room. Mad Max Sutherland. Um, ex heavyweight champ of you have to go a long way back for his heavyweight credentials yeah he was um, and he came down to middleweight so it wasn't Bama was it what was it at the time I can't remember the UCMMA it might have been I think it was UCMMA good knowledge um, so Max is so at the time was probably 16 stone as well um, wouldn't have been his fighting weight but you know oh. when Max and his fighting weight were yeah. very, very different. Yeah, when, when, when we went to train with him. So the first thing he's done is... Uh, and Dave Scarborough was there as well. Oh, good old Dave Scarborough. So Max and Dave were there just chatting away. And he said, okay, so have you two ever, you know, done anything like this before? And about six months... No, probably longer than that. About a year or so before this, Johnny and I and Ali Bratter, for a little while, were training over at a gym in um, Waltham Abbey. And they had a, you know, I think it was like a six foot kick bag in there. They had a ring as well and some other stuff. So we'd go and, you know, have a bit of a play, inverted commas, so yeah. to say. Which most lads, I'm sure, would do when they think they could. In your, in your head, though, you were looking through the eyes of Rocky's boxing gloves. Honestly, if you'd have seen us, I'd love to watch it back. And it was even funny when other people came in the room. They were then, oh, just quickly, like, gloves are down, you're having a little breather, just to make sure no one can actually see how bad you are. So... <laughs> So he said, and we, I think I would probably be in the, the one that would front this up. So yeah, I was just, we sort of done a little bit of boxing a while ago, but very, very low, low level. So bless Max. He said, well, yeah, just, you know, do some shadow boxing now. <laughs> hey, if you'd have seen how funny me and Johnny were, I don't think we moved our feet at all. I was shouting out, hus, hus, every time I was throwing, you know, throwing a punch. And, and I could see Max and Dave in the background were wetting themselves at Johnny and I. And they're like, these guys have never done anything before. The two biggest pussies to ever walk in here. So, so Max like, okay, fine. So, yeah, we need a bit of work. <laughs> very, very, very diplomatic about it all. And uh, so, so we start doing some drills. So, first of all, he's, we're doing some fitness stuff. Um, and it was, it was hard work, mate, because, you know, you doing, you know, some muscle work in a gym bicep curls it, yeah it is, is very different to, <clears throat> to having to do the work that was there but the, the even funnier thing was when he asked us so we did a bit of sparring um, we did a bit of <laughs> well, a, a, we did a little bit of stand up so we, we went to a few times we did a little bit of stand up there was obviously some jiu-jitsu work there was a lot of sessions where Max would come and get involved himself so we, when we were doing some uh, jiu-jitsu I'd be on my back and Max would start top position and he'd say you know he'd set the timer seven minutes he'd be like right let's go you've got to try and get me off and seven minutes yeah, wow yeah so and, and I remember once harsh and I think this is purely because it was a total fluke because Max like I say he was a big guy 16 stone he was on top of me he wasn't easy to shift particularly when I had no idea really what I was doing from bottom position and I remember somehow managing to pop my hips out and I I don't know how it happened, but I somehow turned and elbowed him square in the nose. Oh. And I saw it, it wouldn't have hurt him at all because it was a pure flame. 
But I just remember seeing his eyes switch, and I thought, and he just beat the shit out of me. Did Not he? properly, but you could tell he 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 just turned round and just locked my arm up, and it hurt like to fuck. And I, I think that was just his way of saying, "Don't do that again." Yeah. But even funny was the next session where Johnny and I <laughs> did the same thing. So I started from top position, and Johnny was on his back. And at one point, so we'd only been, I've been trying to basically get, get Johnny well, off me. So, oh, I was going to say, I've been trying to get Johnny. I've been trying to get, well, funny you, say, technical. F- funny, funny you say we'll that. Join me in the booth next time round. Funny, <laughs> funny you say that. So um, Johnny's got both his arms locked around my neck and I'm trying to posture both up. Both his arms not, look what, like the, what? How? He's on bottom or yeah. he's on, he's on. He's on the bottom. He's got his arms right. locked around my neck. What's wrong with that? I well, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to paint the picture. Okay. What kind of grip? So he's really over the top of you yeah. and probably hasn't got a technical grip. Maybe locking his fingers together. Yeah. Okay. Hard, hard to shake, put it that way. And Johnny was probably, wouldn't want me to say this, probably 15 stone or something right. at the time as well. So at, oh, the whole time I'm trying to stand up. So I'm trying to get up with him. And I've, I thought I've heard Max say, slam him. So I pulled Johnny up. Oh to, so he is horizontal. Uh, he's vertical with me right in front of me. So you're in his, so he's like, He's got you in guard, he, close to guard. Pretty much, right. close to guard. And I'm stood up. And I thought what Max has said is slam him. Oh, yeah. So I've oh, then slammed Johnny down and Max oh, comes running in. He's Jesus. like, what are you doing? Said, I thought he said slam him. He said, I said, don't slam him. And Johnny's on his back. Luckily, it wasn't too Unconscious. hard. No, luckily it wasn't too hard. And Johnny sort of managed to laugh it off. But he's like, mate, what are you doing? We're just like sparring, just running through a few things. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I'm not slamming Johnny down onto his back. But... I didn't go back after that. <laughs> um, you thought you were going to do too much damage. Do you know what? It was, I actually, I really enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I was way, way out of shape to be able to try and do anything. I, I think if I'd have stayed at it, I wasn't interested in it for the fighting side Just so the much. vanity. It was purely for the, the vanity. vanity. <laughs> so I could wear a pair of, you know, tie kickboxing shorts to football. No, I, 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 quite, <laughs> I, I quite like the... I, I ne- do you know what I never realised is how much and this is one thing that Max said to me that stuck with me is that particularly with jiu-jitsu it's just like a game of chess yeah he's like you're thinking here and I'm thinking eight moves ahead if you do this this is what I'm going to do if this hand comes here this is what and I just never even when you watch it if you're not technically minded <laughs> like me he had me in a grip <laughs> you know you don't you just do not realise that it is just like a game of chess and yeah. if they do this this is what you do and, if they, and, they, and that's it and it's tied up already the amount of times where we'd be doing with a lot of drills. stress, where you could hyperextend your arm or yep. be put to sleep, like that, it's a uh, it's a very stressful game of stress. That chess, but but all the times you watch, you know, particularly the early UFC, everyone just wanted to see a stand up brawler, you know, a boxer, someone just who could swing and trade, and actually. You know, you look look at McGregor when he got beat. You know, it, it's when people are... You see how much training he had to put in to try and up his BJJ game. Because exactly like you said, mate, one mistake, one tiny little thing happens and that's it. And you, you until you... And like I say, this is three sessions and I'm thinking, fucking hell, there's like a lot to learn here. Oh, a lifetime. Oh, good, yeah. So... So I never went back to it. After. I don't know if I would have been allowed back either, just running around slam people. The biggest, biggest compliment I ever got off Max was, I think I'd watched Nice you. T-shirt? No, no. It nice definitely, definitely nice wasn't short that. shorts. Yeah. Nice tie boxing shorts. Uh, 
No, I, we were standing up, Johnny and I, just, and it was just very light sparring, and I tried a heel hook on him. He was like, oh, where did you get that from? I was like, oh, just watching it. He was like, keep watching it. And he's like, that's like, that's, that's a, he didn't say good move. It wasn't like WWE. But he said something, and I thought, fucking hell, this is it. Maybe he does want me back. And then I just never went back. But no, it was good. I, mate, I'd, I'd love to I'd love to get back into it now. Just, and I know, obviously, Cass trains now, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, our friend Cass. Yeah, he's a blue belt. Which is good. So, you know, and he, he's my age. There's no, there's no reason why I couldn't get back into it. But I just think, again, now, for the, the time you would need to... Something like that is you'd need to devote... To get good at something like that, there's a lot of hours that goes yeah, into it's it. Yeah, it's infectious. me about four weeks. What? <laughs> to be UFC champion. <laughs> John Jones, if you're out there listening, I'm coming at you, boy. <laughs> Love to see that. What a, uh, what a way to round this off. Yeah, good. Uh, right, gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Has been a pleasure. Until next time. Thank you so much for getting to the very end of the brand spanking new Friends podcast. What did you think? Who did you like? Do you like Dave more than Will? Will more than Dave? Do both of them completely eclipse me? And like, why are you even there, John? Step aside. Let the true talent shine. So if you like this, subscribe more. We'll be coming. We're hoping to get together quite regularly. We're not sure how many times a month, but it's going to be regular now. Also, on an audio version, I will be putting out my Fight Night stats. So if, if that wets your whistle, then uh, that we'll get an audio version of that coming out where I give you the facts of upcoming UFC events. If you haven't checked out my Instagram or YouTube channel, please go and look at it. I've been putting a lot of effort in recently. And I've been doing the Breakfast Breakdown. How did they do that? Where I have managed to get my coach involved and we take a look at the lovely submissions, finishes of UFC events. And we literally break it down. Like I ask him, how did they do that? And he shows me. Lots more coming your way. I'm working closely also with the Full Reptile Collective on some projects. So we're sharing things across our channels, behind the scenes of Inside the Octagon and much, much more. It is a year of activity over here on the journey of discovery and also all things UFC and outside of that as well, I'd like to think. That's enough of me. You've listened for far too long anyway. What are you doing? Haven't you got more important things to do with your respective lives? But thank you very much. Uh, Let me know what you think. You know where to get me, at John Gooden UK, if you didn't. Ta-ra for now.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.